Good morning, Kyle. Son, thank you for joining us on such short notice. Oh, I can't stay long. I'm pretty busy. Everything with Marchetti's on overdrive, especially now that we're bringing on board the textile mills we acquired from Victor. I am well aware of the value of bringing manufacturing in-house. That's not what we want to talk about. I can tell by the looks on your faces, it's pretty serious. Diane and I are going off the grid for a little while. In fact, we're on our way out of town right now. I know it's short notice, but I do need to take this time away from work. Maybe you could explain the situation to Summer for me. It's, um, extenuating circumstances. Which are what, exactly? We're leaving to avoid any future psychological torture from Jeremy Stark. Wait, what kind of harm can he do from a prison cell? He is out of jail. They could not make the charges against him stick, so he's been released. And he came right back here to Genoa City. Hello. <laughs> so glad it's you who answered the door. Mom, what are you doing here? I mean, Harrison's at preschool, and pretty sure Jack doesn't want anything to do with you, and I... Okay, listen, you don't have to remind me that I'm not welcome here. I totally understand. I get it. I came here to turn things around. I'm not even sure that I want to know how you intend on pulling that well, off. Well, it's simple. You're my daughter. I mean, don't you wish that things could go back to how we used to be? Maybe we could just go somewhere and have some coffee and just talk. Just talk. You're the light of my life. Do I need to remind you of that? All right, well, I'm not gonna take no for an answer. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to park myself on your sofa, and I'm not moving. <laughs> Come in. Hi. Hi, Ashley. Thank you for coming. Sure. Uh, your text was kind of vague. Why did you want to meet with me? Yeah. It's a business matter. Tucker McCall came to us and made a proposal. He suggested that perhaps we would buy his company. He was carrying around a serious amount of debt. He was looking to unload McCall, and then suddenly and mysteriously, somebody bought up the debt. Fascinating. What does that have to do with me? We were just wondering who might have the financial wherewithal and the desire to make such a deal. My mother shared a theory on who that someone might be. Who is that? You. Hey. 
Hello. Thank you for coming. Like I said on the phone, you got 30 minutes to say whatever you want to say to me and try not to lie. Okay. Yes, I, I, you made your time limit very clear. Yeah. And as much as I deserve your fury, I think, unless you've heard what I have to say, that ultimately you'll be glad that you decided to meet with me. So I'm here with a proposition that could change your life. Stark not only beat the charges, but he had the nerve to show his face in Genoa City again. When did this happen? How long have you known? We only found out ourselves a couple days ago when we ran into him here, actually. And then yesterday, he had a package delivered to the house. What kind of package? No, it's okay. It was, it was harmless. But he clearly sent it to rattle us and send a message that he was back and that he was planning to mess with me. And the man is a menace. He's sending potentially dangerous packages to our home where our family lives? Can't the police do anything about this? Unfortunately, he is considered an innocent man right now. That won't last too long, because we all know he's anything but innocent. But Chance knows he's back in town, knows he has an agenda, and unfortunately has lost patience with your mother and me. Why is that? Stark is convinced that we are the ones that set him up, and Chance appears to agree with him. What are you saying? The GCPD is just going to ignore that a known criminal is in town sending potentially dangerous packages to our house? I will tell you what Chance told us. The police are not going to get involved unless there is an actual threat. The package turned out to be a book, a memento of his time with Diane in LA. The police can hardly arrest him for that. And there isn't enough evidence that he's the one that put it there in the first place. The man's presence is a threat. I agree. That is why security has been beefed up and they are on full alert. I assure you, the Abbott home is safe and secure. But Jack suggested that we go away in order to not be able to run into him or get caught up in any of his insidious mind games. You're letting him run you out of town again. Well, honestly, I don't see it like that. And, and you shouldn't either. Your mother's right. We are leaving the house so Stark isn't tempted to find other ways to come at us. Yeah, and it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, Jack and I are going to use this time for ourselves to get away from everything and celebrate our reunion. Look, a little time away will give us some perspective, and maybe we'll come up with another way to handle things. But right now, the jet awaits, and we've got to be going. With any luck, Stark will get bored and move on while we are having a romantic getaway. I appreciate your um, well-intentioned, albeit a forceful invitation, but Mom, I, I, I don't have time to have coffee. I, oh, I've got to get to the office. The office, this is more important than work. Come on, it's more important than work. You only have one mom, okay? Listen, I am sorry about the other day. I apologize. I was upset and I was hurt. I never, never meant to say that I would walk out of your life forever. Don't you want to go back to the relationship that we had? Don't, don't you want that? I mean, you have to want that, Summer. Um, of course I wish things were different. Okay, good, good. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> so let's make them different. Let's do that. We can fix this. We can get past this. I'm sorry, I just... I really don't have the time or the energy to get into it with you right now. And 
You know, just so you know, I, I've talked to Daniel since the last time we saw each other, and he filled me in on all of the fallout from you butting into his life, too. Oh. Wow. So this is how it's gonna be? You and Daniel against me? Talking together? Commiserating against me? I'm not gonna speak for Daniel, but... <laughs> I can't just brush aside my feelings. You interfering with Stark? That could have put us all in serious danger, and you interfering in Daniel's life, both professionally and personally, could have ruined his deal with Chancellor Winters and caused irreparable damage okay. in his relationship with Heather. Got it, got it, got it. I, I mean, all I'm hearing from you is could have, could have, could have. It didn't happen. It certainly didn't happen. Why do you and your brother refuse to see that? Because it's not the point. It's not the point, Mom. This is just another example of how you choose to operate. And it doesn't matter how many times you promise that you're gonna make it right or that you're gonna change. It's, it's really, it's actually, it's pointless. And honestly, I just, I can't keep showing up for it. Okay, this is completely unfair. Do you know that all a mother wants to do is protect her child? That's all I wanna do. I wanna protect you and Daniel. I want to protect you from Diane. I want to help Daniel fix his relationship with Heather, who I don't like, but I want to help him fix it and fix his relationship with his daughter. Wh why is that wrong? That, that right there, that's why we can't just sit and have coffee and pour our hearts out and pretend like everything's gonna be okay because it's not. There's always an excuse with you. Mom, please, just for once in your life, just admit. You screwed up. Now, why would you think that I would buy Tucker's debt? And if I did, why do you care either way? After learning that his debt had been acquired, Tucker pulled out of a deal to sell McCall to Newman. Oh, okay. Well, that answers why you care. Why would you think I would do such a thing? You and Tucker have a long history. Maybe your scheme to get information out of him about Diane, maybe it brought back some of those old feelings, or maybe you got sentimental and you bought his story that he was a changed man. <laughs> oh, come on, Victoria. I'm not some doe-eyed ingenue that's gonna just fall for Tucker's dumb lines. She is far too smart to believe anything that Tucker McCall has to say, right? Exactly. And I seriously doubt she harbors any illusions about that man having changed. Right, so it's preposterous to think that I would make some kind of a huge and expensive gesture like that to buy up his debt. I guess we're done here. No, no, no. Please don't go. Ashley, please don't go. Okay. Well, a life-changing proposition is exactly the kind of manipulation I'm not interested in, so... Forgive me, that was a bit hyperbolic. It's funny, despite my best intentions, I always seem to get everything wrong with you. One of the things I'm working hard to change. Well, you know, saying that you want to improve our relationship and actually doing it are two different things. And I don't know if you realize that. I, I got a lot wrong. I made some big mistakes when I came back to town. And not just with you, with Ashley. The two people that I expressly came back in order to impress and reconnect with. I did, I, I went about it all wrong. And now everything's come crashing down, and I've only got myself to blame for that. That's one thing we can both agree on. <sighs> yeah. 
I tell you, it's been a relief to just drop the pretense of success and admit that I failed. Dropping this charade has given me energy and it's given me the time to try to fix what I've broken. And not just for you, and Ashley, but for myself. Huh. All sounds great. I've heard you say the exact same thing before with the same conviction in your voice. So, I mean, what? why should I believe you this time? Because this time I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. I, yeah. I've decided to divest myself of everything that represents my old way of life. I'm selling McCall Unlimited. I'm gonna wipe the slate clean and start new. And I would like nothing more than for you to take over my company. Well, this is, yeah, this is certainly a new angle for you. What would make you think that I'd wanna buy your company? Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. It is failing in some areas. Um, but for someone with, um, with vision and creativity, there's still value and there's still the infrastructure to make it quite lucrative if it's managed well. And I just know that that person is you. How do you know? How do you know that person's me? Well, I built the company from the ground up and I know you can relate to that. It was born out of my passion for music and the entertainment industry. And uh, although you, you didn't get much from me, you definitely inherited that. And um, well, ultimately, I, I, it would just mean the world to me to see you at the helm. It sounds to me like you want me to do you a favor and buy you out of your debt. No. No, no someone's already done it. Yeah. And although I've received some very lucrative offers, I would offer you the, uh, the, <laughs> friends and family price. Because I just know you would run the company with integrity and intelligence and heart. Maybe you made the move as some sort of power play, you know, revenge tactic. Well, that's an interesting theory. What would be the end game? Tucker would be beholden to whoever owns his debt. I see. Well, if that's your line of thinking, then you should definitely consider Devon. He has more motivation than anybody to want to get back at his father. Really? Well, of course. When Tucker came back to town, he wasn't just after Jabot. He was after Chancellor Winters. When Devon found out about that, he was furious. I should know. I was there when he confronted his father. Not to mention that he has all the capital he needs to make it happen. You know, I considered that angle, too, but it just doesn't seem like Devon's style. And besides that, I heard he cut all ties with his father. Whoever bought Tucker's debt enjoys the game enough to keep playing it which makes you our most likely suspect. Stark, I heard you were back in town. I didn't even have the nerve to show your face in Genoa City again. Well, you're not the first one to say that. Why do you find it so hard to believe that I'd want to come back to this charming little town? Great food, beautiful people, just like your wife Summer and that adorable little kitty over there. Hey, stay away from my family and stop sending my mother tokens of your obsession. Do not make me tell you that again. That sounds like a threat. Well, it's not a threat. It's a promise. If you have an ax to grind, you grind it with me. Relax. 
I've decided to forgive and forget everything. In fact, I'd like to tell Jack and Diane that myself. I must have really spooked them the other day when I saw them. If Diane took the gift I sent the wrong way. So you admit it. You sent the gift. Wouldn't happen to know where Jack and Diane are, would you? They left town. Flew out today. Won't be back anytime soon. So you should just get the hell out of Genoa City and don't look back. What are you talking about? I've owned up to plenty. I mean, all I'm doing is taking the blame for everything. I mean, that doesn't seem to be enough. I'm here apologizing to you. I even admitted that I was the one who lured Jeremy Stark into town. Yeah, and that you did it to help us. That's an, it's not an apology, well, Mom. That's completely untrue. I mean, he asked me to find Diane and I refused to do that for him. I basically saved her life. I mean, all I see you doing is making allowances for Diane, but you do nothing for me. And I don't understand that. I I'm your mother. Yeah, you're my mom. You are supposed to do right by me. Oh. Okay, so just, I, I, I can't. Seriously, what about Daniel? What about Daniel? I mean, I'm taking the hit for all of his anger toward Heather. I mean, it has nothing to do with me, but hey, that's what I do. I'm taking the hit. How come I'm always the one to blame? I'm always the one who's doing the wrong thing. Because it was your fault, Mom. You did those things. You're the one that made those bad choices all on your own. We've all made bad choices, haven't we, Summer? And by the way, are you getting in Nikki's face? over this Jeremy Stark thing, because she was in on it as well. Are you talking to your grandmother like this? I mean, by the way, she flew to Los Angeles to find dirt on Diane Jenkins. Yeah, she did that on her own dime. But you're not getting in her face, are you? Obviously, I don't approve of what she did either. Mm -mm. How come she doesn't get this too? I know why. Because I fight. I stand up for what I believe, and I will not back down. And that's how I am, and I will never change. I will never, ever change. I'm tired, Summer. I am so tired. Exhausted. Maybe at this point, I'm the one who, who's had enough. Last minute flight out of town. Sounds like your mother's trying to relive some of our old adventures. She wants nothing to do with you. You think I'd lose interest just because Jack and Diane are out of town? You should. Because what business do you have in Genoa City that necessitates you hanging around indefinitely? Why shouldn't I stay? I'm in no rush. I have no place to be. That's what it's like when you spend years in federal prison. You lose your place in the world and you have to find another place. Genoa City could be that perfect spot. Very welcoming, present company excluded. I think I just found the perfect place to call home. Mm, you should think again, because that would be a big mistake. We'll have to agree to disagree. Vacations don't last forever. Sooner or later, you'll end up right back where you started.
guess we've both had just about enough. I really can't keep having this argument with you, Mom. You, you have a blind spot when it comes to your own issues. You know, I, I honestly believe that you think that you're doing the right things for the right reasons and that you're trying to help in your own way. Glad you understand, Summer. Your actions, they're not helpful. It breaks my heart that you can't see that. <clears throat> you know, I've watched you try to evolve my entire life. I was always that kid with the parent who was still trying to grow up themselves. And I was there for all of your failed relationships with dad and with Jack. And you always said that you were gonna grow and that you'd matured. And I, I always believed you, but inevitably you would go back to your old ways and things would just blow up all over again, just like they are now. And you know what, I should, I know that I should just accept you for who you are, but I keep hoping and you keep on letting me down and I, I just feel like I, I need to protect myself from from any more hurt and disappointment. So let's just say that I did buy Tucker's debt. What would you intend to do about it? Newman remains very interested. We'd be willing to make a lucrative deal to buy the company and all of the debt. And not only would we make it worth Tucker's while, we would also make it worth your while. So if it's true and you are behind all of this, perhaps we should just negotiate directly with you. I just don't think that Ashley wants to be beholden to Tucker McCall for any length of time. I mean, you've had your fun with him. You made him sweat, right? Now it's time to make a deal. Wow. This has been fascinating. If for no other reason but to be reminded of how your mind works, Victor, you shouldn't be talking to me. Whatever Tucker wants to do with this company is his business. Leave me out of it. Thank you for coming by, Ashley. So, like, how do you see this all working out? What's your big vision here? I buy your company, and then what? We're, you and I are bonded together for life? That bond already exists, doesn't it? So just be a bonus. Right, but you're, you're expecting me to welcome you back into my life with open arms, right? Devon, I don't have any expectations. None. I just wanted to offer you this safety net. Why do I need a safety net? I happen to know that you're in a very precarious business situation at the moment. Um, the fight you're having with your sister and Jill over Hamilton Winters. Who knows how that's going to go down? I know how it's going to go down, and it's none of your business, really. That's true. But I took a look at the available analytics, and legally, the Chancellor Winner's merger, it's rock solid. So you winning back Hamilton Winners at this point, it's a long shot. 
The odds are it's not going to work out in your favor. Well, I don't need to hear your odds, so thanks. Okay, but wouldn't you like to have a powerhouse like McCall in your back pocket in case it does go sideways? It gives you something else to turn your attention to? I'm not thinking like that, and it sounds like you're betting on me to lose. No, no, no. On the contrary, I'm offering you a strategy that will ensure you come out on top. And let's say you do win Hamilton Winners Back, and you're helming my company. You're going to be at the helm of a company that will just leapfrog Chancellor Winners and Numa. And why do you care if that happens? Because you're my son. And seeing you succeed is what I care about most. I think that our uh, 30 minutes is over. Oh, indeed it is. Well, thank you again for seeing me, and I, I hope you'll at least think about my offer. Run it by your inner circle. Run it by Abby. I mean, I know she hates me. You know, she's always had your best interest in her. Okay, nice to see you, and hope to talk to you soon. came up with this brilliant plan, I was very thorough. Say, making Jeremy think that we'd flown off to who knows where in the Jabot jet while we enjoyed this romantic hideaway in the Abbott cabin. Oh, the delicious irony. Yeah, I thought so. Mm. I hated that little charade with Kyle, but you never know who's listening. I agree, it was safer that way. So, I had the place stocked with, uh, you know, all the essentials and a... Uh, a few delicacies. We have enough here to vacation as long as we want. But for this to be a success, I need to get you to promise me something. What's that? No more mention of Jeremy Stark. The whole reason for coming up here is to put the world behind us for a bit. Just you and me. No one else, least of all him. I promise I will do my best not to think of anyone but the handsome and charming man right in front of me in this perfect place. Mm, that kiss was the perfect start. Did I mention I have champagne? Mm. <laughs> I am loving this escape.
glad you're still here. Yeah, I wanted to see how your talk with Tucker went. What did he want? Uh, boy. Well, you're not gonna believe it. Tucker offered me uh, his whole empire. What? Yeah. He said that he's divesting himself so that he can start fresh, and he wants to sell me McCall for a good price. Why would he do that? Because apparently he thinks that I have the passion and the integrity and the vision to lead his company in the right direction. And then he made an argument that by me having McCall, it would be like an insurance policy so that I'd still have a company in case the lawsuit didn't turn out the way I hoped. That's a lot to consider. Yeah. Yeah. And the real thing, though, to consider is who this offer is coming from. Because given my history with Tucker, you got to question whether anything he says is sincere. You know that. Like, is he really trying to change? Does he really want to start fresh? Or is he just trying to manipulate me again? If the lawsuit does fail, I mean, this is a great backup plan. McCall has name recognition. It has an amazing music division that you could work wonders with. Right. Yeah, I know. Tucker said something similar to that. Have you considered that you are the right person to lead McCall? Maybe this isn't some sort of manipulation. Maybe this is a great offer. I mean, the only way I would know is if I check the numbers. But he did also say that as much as you hate him, your advice to me would be in my best interest. Mm -hmm. He was right about that. Well, I guess Tucker isn't wrong all of the time. I think his offer is worth considering. So, did you pitch your heart out? I did. I think I did a pretty good job. I made the offer and explained my reasons in equal parts emotional appeal and bottom line business considerations. He didn't accept it, but he also didn't reject it outright. I guess you have your work cut out for you. I don't know what else I could possibly do. I told him he should talk to Abby, actually, so maybe you have some sway there. Oh, I think we should leave the two friends out of this. Friends? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I get a sense there's something deeper going on there. I think you need to keep your focus on Devon. Yes, boss. Curious. What do you plan to do with little old me should I fail? I haven't made up my mind. But I do have a couple ideas. <laughs> Shall we start another? Oh, maybe we should pace ourselves. Is everything okay? No, it's just a work thing. Everything's fine. Well, I hope it's not a bad time for you to be out of the office. I'm the CEO. I can do anything I want. <laughs> no, I will definitely check in, just not today. You know, I hope Garrison had a good day at school. Maybe we should check in. We left kind of suddenly. I know you were worried about everyone else. Trust me, they are fine, too. Well, how do you know? Maybe we should call. I already did. <laughs> Spoke to the security guy. You? 
You're as bad as I am. You see, there's no way that we can completely forget about the Jeremy Stark threat. It was, it's gonna be right there beneath the surface. It doesn't have to be. We just have to work a little harder at keeping him out. Jack, I love you for planning this wonderful escape. But we need to be realistic. There's no way we can completely avoid any thought or discussion about Jeremy. And we can't hide from him forever. This is how Jeremy works. He knows how to get into your head, and then the more you try to shut him out, the louder he gets. That's just one more reason we have to find a way to get him out of our lives for good. You know, if I thought we could get away with murder, that would be my number one option. That's how much I hate that man. Well, we can't do that. That's not an option. It's not an option. Hey, I promise we will find a solution together. Have another, please. Don't look at me like that. I'm well aware of what time it is. Thanks. You know, I am certain that Ashley bought Michael's hat. Yeah. She was quite masterful at the non-denial, denial thing. Exactly. You know, Ashley was stringing us along, trying to figure out what we're thinking, but I actually learned a lot about what she's thinking. Oh, yeah? Mom's original theory was right. This isn't about Ashley having power over Tucker. I think maybe, I think she's falling for him again. Maybe she wants to help him in some way. I don't think that. I, I was watching her closely. I saw a protectiveness in her eyes. I think she, she wants to take care of Tucker. Could it be that, that she wants him to change? I gotta be honest with you. This little game you're playing with me, however you have over me, I'm starting to enjoy it. It's intoxicating. I think you feel it too. Join us again for The Young and the Restless.